Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space, you know, when I was a single woman in adulthood, I valued me time. I valued solitude. And you don't get a lot of that when you're a mom and you're married. And so I still carve out time to have that because that is important to me, but I want to be intentional about my relationship with myself because although there are some women that being a mother is like they feel is their destiny and everyone's entitled to their own feeling and what their destiny is and how they define their purpose. But for me, being an individual and having that fairy time, I guess you could call it, that is important to me. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit cultivatingherspace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon tab. Welcome to Cultivating Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey, lady. It's Terry here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. I'm hosting a free podcasting masterclass where I'm going to teach you how to create your impactful podcast and how you can generate multiple streams of income. You can visit podcastwithterry.com to register for free. I hope to see you there. Our quote of the day. In the end, I'm the only one who can give my children a happy mother who loves life. I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back. In the end, I'm the only one who can give my children a happy mother who loves life. T. That is a powerful quote to ground us in our conversation today. What comes up for you, period? Well, first, um, when I first heard that quote, because I saw it, of course, before we started recording and I saw it and it felt like it was more like our conversation is about rediscovering yourself after motherhood. And I felt like this quote was centered around the child. But then when you read it again, before we started recording, I was like, wait, wait, wait. This brings me back to that quote that I've heard like years ago where they talk about happiness being an inside job. And I was like, it was like psh, mind blown. Cause I'm like, dang, this is saying like, mama, you the only one that can give the child a happy mother that enjoys life. Meaning that you got to get yourself together, make sure you're good because you're the only one that can do that. It can't be your partner, not your job, not anything else outside of you. Like it's our job as moms to make sure we're good so that we can then be that for ourselves and then give that to our child and our partner and our family and all that good stuff. Exactly, exactly. You know what's interesting is that's immediately how I heard it, right? But I think it was because I was already grounding myself in our topic for today. And I was like, oh, this captures our topic perfectly, right? That essentially, if you want to be a happy mother or have set a good example, a healthy example for your kids, it's not dependent on what your children are doing. It's not dependent on your partner. 
like you said, it is an inside job. It is the work that you have to do to become who you want to be. So we ready to do this? We ready to talk about what it means to be? We could just drop the mic right now. That quote is powerful. But yes, girl, let's dive on in. Dom, so let me just tell you, I was talking to my husband the other day and I want to share something with you that I thought was just, it really boggled my mind when I thought about it. And you've been on this journey with me for a while, like trying to get pregnant. But I was thinking about my journey and I was like, damn, the past five to six years have been dedicated really to motherhood in a way for me, even though my, my daughter's only 15 months, like I feel like my body's been dedicated to science for the past five, six years, because we were trying to get pregnant for two years unsuccessfully. And then we had to go through, or we chose to go through a series of fertility treatments. Right. And then that was like, that included different tests before we even got to the treatment. It was like, okay, we got to figure out what's happening and why aren't you getting pregnant? Then it was the treatments, right? Five rounds of IUI, which later we did episodes about this, but that's intrauterine in its insemination, which is a type of artificial insemination, then getting pregnant. And then from that, being pregnant for 10 months, right? Yep. And I've been nursing for 15 months. So I'm like, this has been a wild journey. And I'm finally now, 15 months later, at a point where I feel like for the most part, I'm like, in my... I, I want to say back to myself, but you never really go back, right? So I'm like in right. the new space of being comfortable in my body and where I'm at. But that took a toll on me mentally, spiritually, physically. And that's five to six years is a long time, right? It is. It is a long, it's a long time. Girl, that's a whole doctorate <laughs> in, okay. in okay. that time period. Okay. Yes. Lord. And the thing is, Dom, I would love to hear your perspective on mommy guilt, because I do want to say that someone may be listening like, well, girl, you wanted a child, but I am like, I am not a mommy shamer at all because I get it. Yeah. Like I remember talking to one of my friends and she has kids and they were like, you know, just asking my kids in the background and she was like yelling on the phone. And I feel like there was a part of me that was just like, oh, and I was like, you know what? I don't know what it's like to have this many kids and to have no help. And to be stressed out to the max. So I'm like, yo, I'm not judging because you don't, I don't know her situation. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what it's right. like to be there. And I feel like as women or as a woman that desperately wanted this baby, who paid big bucks to get this baby through all these fertility treatments, it's okay to be tired. Like, it's okay. There are days when I need a yeah. break. There are days when I feel frustrated and overwhelmed by motherhood. And I just want all the moms to know that it's okay. Even if you were super fertile and you had a different journey than me, like it's okay for moms to be tired. It's okay for moms to be over it. There's no judgment at all. And I had to have that conversation with myself a few times because I know there were days where I was like, yo, this is a lot. Almost every day I feel like I'm like, this is a lot because it is a lot. It is so much work. It's worth it. And I don't regret it. But mom, if you're out there and you do regret it, like it's okay to have all those feelings. Like we're yeah. humans. And I feel like they're, we need to hold space for women to have those feelings because people often, oh, well, you signed up for it. Oh, you won the baby. Okay. And I can still be tired. Like, what do you yeah. think about that, Dom? As you I like mean, hear friends, yeah. As I hear you say that, like, I feel like shaming and judging moms is is not a good thing, right? And I also think that a lot of it comes from our own stuff, right? That where you are in life kind of sets the tone for how you engage with others, how you perceive others, how you respond to various situations. Because as you were saying that, I thought about like my 20-something year old self, right? And I, I own that in that time period, I was in that stage, like most of us in our 20s, that think that we have it all figured out and was judging folks around me, judging myself, judging folks around me based on this idealized, perfect image, right, of what a woman should be, what life should look like. And I think that that's the that's the space that a lot of us fall into until we lived a little. And have gone through some shit and then eat some humble pie and 
start to develop more empathy for those and compassion for those around us, recognizing that we don't know everything and we don't know everyone's journey or story. That while we're sitting here judging that mom who can't keep her kids quiet while they're on, while she's on a phone call, if we were in her shoes, would we be able to keep our kids quiet while we're on a phone call? Let me find a woman who can do that. Okay. Okay. Keep their kid, keep multiple kids quiet the entire time, and they're not napping. <laughs> Let me know where Let she at. Though where she at? Where she, she at? Though where she at? Because she needs mm-hmm. to be writing. A, she needs to be making millions off of sharing her secret. Because I Amen. don't know anyone, and I know a lot of moms. I don't know yeah. anyone who can make that happen a hundred percent of the time. All right, lady, it's about that time. Dom and I want to share a few sponsors with you that we believe you'd enjoy. So stay tuned, get those promo codes, and we'll hop right back into this informative conversation. Lady, I want to focus on you for a moment. How are you feeling? How are things going? If your answer was anything less than amazing, let me help. Our partners at Calm have the tools you need to feel your best. Whether you are wanting to reduce stress and anxiety through guided meditations, improve your focus with curated music tracks, or rest and recharge with Calm's imaginative sleep stories for children and adults, there's even new daily movement sessions designed to relax your body and uplift your mind. If you go to calm.com slash herspace, you'll get a special offer of 40% off a Calm Premium subscription and new content is added every week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So for listeners of the show, Calm is offering that exclusive 40% offer at Calm.com slash Herspace. Go to com slash Herspace for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. Again, that's calm.com slash herspace. Our next partner has a product I literally use every single day, and it costs less than $3 a day. It also supports better sleep quality and recovery. So let's get into the deets. Now, I started taking AG1 because I often struggle to get enough greens in my diet, but as we all know, it's important for us. I've also been working on prioritizing better gut health, so this was perfect for me. A model that I'm really trying to adopt these days is eat to live instead of living to eat. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, and probiotics. I literally begin my morning with 8 ounces of water and my one scoop of AG1 before I start my meditation and as I'm tidying up the house. It really helps me to start my day off on the right foot because if I don't get as many vegetables throughout the day, I know I'm good because I invested in my all-in-one nutritional insurance in the morning, okay? Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's literally one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash her. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash her. And take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, let's get back to the show. Dom, that's just facts. I'm with you there because I know when I was younger, I used to be very judgmental. I think a lot of that had to do with like my upbringing and, you know, being very religious and things like that. But being very judgmental, but I was also, it all started within. Like I was very judgy and judgmental of myself and that then 
was projected out onto other people. But it's funny because it's so easy to say, oh, I would never do that. I, that used to be my thing, girl. I'm like, oh, I would never do that. Mm-mm, I would never. And then you get, I got in some situations where I done did some right. things that I said I would never do. And I said, you know what? I'm going right. to shut the fuck up. I ain't saying shit yep. that I'll never do because I don't know until you're at in that situation. So sometimes the hypotheticals are annoying and people that talk about having kids and it's like, you don't know what it's like because you ain't done this yet. So it's hard to, you know, say. So yes, we are not, we are no mommy shamers over here, but Dom, I would love to know what have you noticed when it comes to your friends and family? Because as you all know, if you are an avid listener, Dr. Dom is not a mother, but she is a stellar auntie and God mommy and auntie Dom loves the kids. Okay. She's yes. a sweet auntie to my baby and to her nieces yes. and yes, and nephews. So Don, what have you noticed when it comes to like your friends and family, when it comes to them just embarking on this motherhood journey and how have you supported them? I think the first thing is that it changes you, like you mentioned earlier, right? It changes you. It changes how you engage with those around you. It changes how you show up for yourself. What I've noticed in in my friends, particularly those who have kids in their 30s, because, again, I think that there is something to be said about just our overall lifespan development and how we show up in our teens versus our 20s versus our 30s versus our 40s, right? I think, you know, when I look at my friends who had kids before 25 and how they showed up for their kids, how they showed up in in life in general is different than how they show up now, right? And I think the thing that's also beautiful to see is how this generation of moms is, at least in my friend circle, intentional about parenting. I notice how they are really taking time to like go within and look at how they were raised and examine what they want to incorporate in raising their own children versus the things that they they want to change and shift around. And it can be hard to do that, especially if the people who raised you are still in your life. Because I've seen some of my friends have some very interesting arguments or heated discussions with their parents around their parents taking offense to my friends changing how things were done, right? And the reality is that it's not about the parents. It's not about it's not about saying, oh, well, you you were so fucked up as a parent that I gotta go and do this completely different. It's not about that. It's about I understand that you did the best you could with what you had in that moment. And I am equipped with different knowledge. I am equipped with different tools. And so because I'm equipped with something different, I am going to do different. And that can be hard for parent the parents to sit with. But I think that my friends are being very intentional. And it, it, like I said, it's beautiful to see how they are being very intentional with their parenting. But then that also changes how they show up as moms or as women, I should say. Don, that is powerful. I feel like that could be a whole other episode. I just had to write that down. And we might as well just dive right into what, what do many mothers struggle with after becoming a mom? So I just summed up what you said in, like, in the notes here. Later, we'll add it in the show notes. But breaking negative generational cycles, like that is a, yeah. that is a real thing. And I don't necessarily experience that at that level because I, I'm not close, like I don't live close to family. And so I can only imagine though how that can be when it comes to like discipline, right? Like I was, when you said that, I was thinking about the fact that, you know, even though I have a 15 month old and she, you know, sometimes will have little tantrums. I've never like popped her, but growing up, that was the thing that you just did that no matter, really, no matter what the age, as long as when you know that they understood, you're like, oh, 
pop that little hand. Now I'll grab that little hand like, mm, ah, ah, ah. That's our little thing. We'd be like, ah, ah, ah. And she knows what it means. Or I'll give her the look and she'll be like, oh, man. I can see she's like, oh, man, I shouldn't be doing this. But that's a big thing for me because growing up, physical, like the physicality of it all was like a thing for us. Like we grew yeah. up in a very physical household where you'd hit or do other things, right? And so I would say breaking negative generational cycles, the mom guilt, which we talked about. I think some new moms also struggle with body image. I know oh, yeah, for me, definitely. I did. Like, I'm just going to, we're about to get a little TMI, y'all, but you know how we do, okay? This is a grown woman podcast. Yes. But I personally, even before, like before I had a baby, I was into like, I like to take sexy pictures and like, you know, take little, you know little nudes or whatever. No face, no case though, ladies. So just remember that if you're taking pictures, like no face, no case, don't <laughs> yes, have your tattoos right. in it. You know, you're you right. have to be careful out here. But I say all that to say, I was looking at older pictures that I took and I was looking at now pictures. Now we, and now we talked about this before. I was just like, I did not appreciate my stomach as much as I did then. Like the, te- I never thought about the texture of my lower abdomen yeah. until after I had the baby. And now I'm like, oh, it's a little wrinkly. But before I was just like, Girl, why didn't you appreciate this body? Like body image, right? That has been yeah. a thing. Girl, time management. Ooh, child. Yep. Fitting all listening. the things in. Kudos to parents. Cause I be out here, I it's just me, myself, and I, and I be out here, how I got time for all the things. Then I think about y'all, my mom friends out there, and I'm like, whoo, bless y'all. Cause right. Because y'all got to keep the them hell? routines going with the babies. And yes. Girl, I'd be like, what the hell? What is happening? So we got time management, travel. Like I know for me, especially nursing, girl, we'll talk about this later because this was a highlight for my mommy journey. But when we went to LA together, that was my first time away like that. And you know, I was going through it on that photo oh, shoot yes, and gorgeous yes. as hell trying to pump. I, was, I remember pumping in my lift after I got off the plane. Like it was just... It was a whole thing that I never yeah. thought I'd have to deal with because I wasn't, I didn't experience it yet. So travel, I would say career as well. Like my career definitely mm-hmm. has taken it back, you know, has been on the back burner since having a baby. Mental health. Yes. is another one. And then I would say me time. Like how do you have me time when the baby's walking in the bathroom? There's like no privacy. It's just your mom. Oh, so yeah. me time. Mm-hmm. Anything you would add to that list or elaborate on? I think that those are some of the the heavy hitters, right? The mm-hmm. other thing that I would add is finances, right? Ooh, How you prioritize yes. your money changes, right? Yes. Because babies are babies are expensive, child. Mm-hmm. Again, kudos <laughs> to y'all because I'm selfish. <laughs> I'm selfish in that regard. Uh-huh. But it's it babies are expensive. Diapers are expensive. Daycare, Lord, Don't the prices even. that I hear for daycare sounds like college tuition. Like it's, yeah. it's, a, it's insane to me. More than San Francisco rent. I know in San Francisco for like a nice quality daycare, like more than your rent, which is like more than rent. And rent crazy. is already high. So it's already hella high. Come on. Yeah. yeah. I would say, you know, you looking that. at that list, like. I see where all of those things shift over time throughout that journey of motherhood, right? Like I think about career and I think about how moms have to be intentional in the way that some, the way that dads might not have to be, right? Mm -hmm. That moms, and so there's oftentimes that conversation of, Am I in a position to take time off work? Right. And if I am, what does that look like when I come back? And I know that's been your journey. So we can we can talk about that. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then also thinking about those who don't have that as an option, right? Yes. And so... I've seen it and I've I've seen it also with students who are in school, right? They're in school full time that and at all levels, whether it's undergrad or graduate, and there's no maternity leave in, in graduate school. So if you have a baby, you don't get time off. And if you take time off, that means you are missing classes, you are missing steps in your program. And so that is a real serious question to think about in terms of your career identity when you become a mom and what shifts. And yeah, it's a lot to think about. It is. And lady, right before we recorded, I posted something on Instagram to see if anyone had feedback. So I was just checking our Instagram to see if anyone wanted to chime in on this topic. So lady, if you're listening, visit us, Herspace Podcast on Instagram so you can, you know, catch up with us and all that good stuff. But Dom, you are spot on with that. I will say that I'm really glad that you brought up finances though. Cause I thought about, as you were saying that, I'm like, oh yeah, I definitely added the baby to the budget. Now I like allocate yeah. certain monies for her. I'm like, oh yeah, I got to get these diapers or get these snacks or whatever right. we have to do. So when it comes to what's changed after becoming a mom, I remember when I was pregnant and when I was trying to get pregnant, I was like, I wonder how this baby's going to change me. Like, what is life going to be like? Because as a person that likes to plan. I just wanted to see how much I could like plan and prepare for it and mentally get ready. But I feel like you really can't until you're in it. It's just, this is the most beautiful, chaotic experience ever. Right. And so I have a little list and Dom just stop me whenever something resonates. But the first for me would be, I would say that I was pretty adventurous before having a child. And now I would say I'm very, I would say I'm more on the conservative side in regards to like things like skydiving. Like I used to want to be, go skydiving or bungee jumping, but mm-hmm. there are certain risks that I'm just like, I'm not taking, I don't want to die. Like, I'm not trying to bring my demise any sooner. Like then hopefully it's down, way down the line when I'm older, but like, I want to be here. I don't need to go do that. I've gone zip lining. I've, tr- I've done a lot of great things and I'm like, I'm cool on, on skydiving, even roller coasters. Yeah. Girl, I've been looking at roller coasters these days and the crazy stuff that happens at these parks. And I'm like, I've done the six flight. I've done all that in my younger years. I'm good because I don't need to be going out like that with a child. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. No, that's a real <laughs> that's a real thing. Like when I think about yeah. it, I hadn't thought about those specific things like skydiving and roller coasters. But <laughs> that does make me think about this overall concept of your decisions impact your child, right? And so, are you willing to make a decision? that could take you away from your child. So whether that's something that could accidentally kill you or doing like as the thing that next came up for me was like, am I willing to go to jail for that? Because if you end up going to jail, your child has to deal with that, right? Like your child is impacted. Good one. Mm-hmm. I definitely so, yeah. thought about that too. Lady, we're going to jump into seven tips that'll help you or that have helped me in rediscovering myself after motherhood. But we wanted, I want to dive into some of these, these changes first, and then we're going to jump in. The next one for me, Dom, I would say are my priorities. Now I wasn't pressed to like buy a home before having the baby because we, we just moved Mm. around freely. And I was just like, Oh, I want to live here. And I want to live in this city, in this city. But now I value stability in a way that I didn't before. And I want her to be able to have a home that she grows up in and where we can create memories and where we have a yard and stuff like that. But before, like I remember back in the day, even like I would just stay at 
raggedy hotels that I was traveling. Like, cause I'm like, oh, it's just a quick little trip. Now my standards have just risen and my priorities are way different. Like there are certain places I'm just not going to take my child. I'm like, uh-uh, we got to get top notch. We got to get high quality. We being bougie over here. And that's just something that has changed. So. No, that makes sense because your child's safety is, is a concern, right? Yep. So, yep. and how you want your child to grow up, that matters. And so, yeah, you're right that certain priorities change. So, no, you're, you're not going to be, you know, staying at the raggedy hotel. Because <laughs> baby can't be in that raggedy hotel. Like, yeah, Absolutely it really not. is a real question of like, okay, is this okay for my child? Is this environment mm-hmm. safe for my child to be in? Mm-hmm. No, that's a real, that's a real important question to ask actually because then it also makes me think about just environments just asking yourself that question makes you think about all environments in general like okay so maybe you have some friends that you know they cool people however they might not be child friendly child safe in they might not live in or frequent child safe environments. And so it then becomes a question of, I'm not going to not be their friend, but I know that I can't bring my child in that space. So if I choose to maintain this friendship, we got to meet in a different, we got to meet in a different space or you're going to have to catch me when I'm having a child-free moment. Exactly. Okay. Heavy on the exactly because I'm thinking of a few people right now. I'm like, yo, mm-mm, you be doing too much. The next one, girl, this is one of my favorite ones, I think, because I used to have a lot of trouble doing this prior to the baby, and it's saying no. Ooh. One, kids are amazing excuses because I feel like if you have a child and like someone is, you know, pestering you about doing something and like your child's sick or something happens with the child. It's like the child is a priority. So that makes it easier. But I also would just say in general, like I do say no more often because I, I value my time more. And also my child is going to come over. She's the priority over most other things, you know? And so it's like, right. Yeah. Sorry. I can't do this. And so I think saying no, just in general, sometimes I know that can be tricky for some of us. So that's one And then also, girl, enjoying the simple things. I mean, I think kids really help you remember to value the simple things in life. I told you we went to the zoo over the weekend and it was literally, I just, I was so excited, Dom, on the ride there. I was like, oh my God, we're going to the zoo because I know that she's going to be excited because she loves the animals and knows their, you know, the sounds and the names. And so we were looking at the elephants and I think I told you this in text. She was like, hi, elephant. And she was waving at the elephant. And I was just like, oh my goodness. Girl, and then we saw the lions, and she's like, "Hi, lion!" And she started going roar. I was wondering. I was, just, I was wondering. Oh my gosh, she, she did that did. when we were together. So yes, she uh, did. Yes. Girl, she said she did not know how to act. She was just so excited, and I'm like, the simple things, like without a child, I don't care about the sounds that an elephant makes or 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 right? a lion makes. But the kids really make you appreciate the small things. So I really. No, I think that's a really good point that like they, that being the wonderment of a, of a child makes you really step back and look at and appreciate some of the small things in life. So yeah, I would agree with you on that. Now this list can go on and on. So I'm just going to close out with one of the major changes and that is sleep. There's no more sleeping in before having the baby Dom sleep was my BFF. Me and my husband, we napped all the time. I remember my mother-in-law were always like, y'all always sleeping. Like, we just love to sleep. Like, we just slept because we could do it. I mean, girl, I would sleep so much. And so the fact that my life does not consist of many naps and and not a lot of sleep now, I can't believe that I'm like not bitter and upset and like angry all day because I don't get a, a lot of sleep. But yeah, no more sleeping in. Like, we up doing stuff. It's just, it's the life of a parent. So. (laughs) <laughs> Listen, you know, know how much I love my sleep, I, my sleep, uh, and how much I prioritize getting some good sleep. So, whew, kudos to y'all because you know I think what it is, and what I've heard people say is that you your body adjusts, right? It does. You, 
you adjust to the new way of sleeping, right? And mm-hmm. and then for those first few years, it's a lot of adjusting because when baby is first born, baby is waking up, you're waking up every three hours or so to feed baby, right? And then you get to a point where baby can kind of sleep through the night, but they might be waking up earlier than you. Like, so you're used to, so maybe you want to sleep in and maybe you've adjusted to waking up every three hours and now you're like, okay, wait, I'm going to sleep for six hours. And then baby has a moment where, nope, we back to three hours. And so it's constantly fluctuating. And so I appreciate the ability of parents to adjust to the needs of their children because, yeah, (laughs) sleep is important. Yes, it really is, girl. I I feel you 100%, but you're right. We definitely do adjust, which is so mind-boggling and surprising for me because I didn't think I could do this. And I'm doing it. Dom, you see me on a, on a you know, we talking stuff on a regular and I don't be out of pocket. I'm not like, oh my God, you know, some days are a little rough, right. but like overall, it's like, okay, we're adjusting. So now, lady, we are going to dive into these seven tips. I do want to say like, this is not a one size fits all. You know, we're not really on the podcast preaching and telling you, you got to do things this way. Like this is, these are just things that I've experienced in my personal journey that have helped me as I've rediscovered myself. I really feel like in the past couple months or so, I've really figured out, okay, for the most part, like this is who I am now after, you know, becoming a mom and into this journey of being a mom. And so I'm going to share what's worked for me. Dom's going to provide her insight. And if it resonates, cool. If it don't, just leave it there and, you know, pass it on. So number one is honoring who you were before and what you accomplished. And I personally, I kind of did like a closing ceremony for that chapter of life. So I remember going through my accomplishments books. I had this accomplishments book and I was really reflecting on the past, I think, 31 years of life. I think I had her when I was 30. No, when I was 31, I think I had her. So at 30, I was like reflecting on all the things, looking at vacation pictures that me and my husband went on. And I was like, oh, wow, probably never do that again. But it was so nice. And just looking at all the pictures yeah. and reminiscing and watching the videos, looking at my old body, especially my tummy and my titties and being like, okay, this is how things used to look. <laughs> Won't probably look like that anymore. But just like embracing like who I was before. And I will say, yeah. Don, I had a chance to do so much before having the baby that I I don't have many regrets and I feel really blessed to say that so lady I just want to say if you're listening and you don't have children yet if you're waiting for a sign this might be it for you don't just have children for a partner or because other people in your family are rushing you because when I tell you having my first child in my 30s was the best thing for me I did so much in my career I did so much on my own as a single woman and even as a married woman without children that when she got here, we were so excited. Like we were waiting for this moment and I didn't feel like, oh damn, this goddamn baby's in the way. You know what I mean? Like even though I want to be able to go have girl nights and I'm waiting until I can go fly down to see Dom, it's all good. Like we did stuff before she was yep. here. So I don't feel that. So just a little little side note there. What do you think about that, Dom? No, I think that that's important is yeah. to to really honor that this is a change, right? Mm-hmm. And that who you were is still, there's pieces of you, your core is still, and I mean your core is in your personality, not the core is in your abdomen, because that might be a little hard <laughs> I say, to get girl, that's, that's, I'm about to say, girl, that's all <laughs> torn up. Okay, that thing is separated. Yeah. Your core as in your personality, who you are on the inside <laughs> is going to still be the same. And I do think that all of this, like all of the tips that we're going to go through are really addressing your mental health, right? That again, going back to our quote of the day, that being a happy mother is up to you. And so part of that is acknowledging, oh, yes, this is who I was leading up to this point. And also giving yourself space to think about what you're carrying with you into this new journey, this new phase in life, and how you want to integrate and incorporate motherhood into 
all of the things that you've done previously and knowing that it'll look different, right? Like when you talked about like taking trips, like you and your husband taking trips. Okay, so now there's going to be trips with with the three of you, right? But then also thinking about, okay, so was taking trips with your husband was a priority pre-baby. If that's a priority now, like using it as an opportunity to check in with yourself, if that's something that's still important, then figuring out how to make that happen and knowing that, okay, it might not happen right away, but it's something that we want to make sure that at some point we make time for. I love that. And I just want to add down that in order, I, I believe that in order for us to move forward, we have to know where we are and where we've come mm-hmm. from, like where we've been. So I do think that lady, that could be really helpful in the journey. That's going to take us on to number two, which is make time for the things you enjoy when and if you can and enjoy them solo if possible. And I know everyone yes. has a different situation and a different support system. So I don't want to just say that as like a blanket statement, like everyone has the ability to do that. But if you do try to, and I know for me, that means going back to the gym, going to the nail shop. I remember the first time I went to the nail shop after the baby, I was just like, uh, get to go do my thing. This is like my part of my norm, you know, massages, girl time, again, flying down to LA with Dom. That was such a great time for us. I mean, we went out, we had so much fun and then date nights as well. So those are some of the things that I do, but yeah, make time for the things you enjoy and try to do things solo when possible. So you can kind of have that separation. I think that's so important. And I think that what makes that so important is that your children, hopefully, will not always live with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Hopefully. 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 <laughs> hopefully. So what that means then is that you still, it's important to still hold on to your individual identity. Because when those kids move out, who are you outside of motherhood? Because then that goes back to the happiness piece, right? That you want to have an identity, have a piece of yourself outside of being a mom. So that one, you can also, as the kids are in the house, be modeling for them what motherhood, what womanhood looks like. And once they are out of the house, you are not trying to figure out how to move in with them because you or you find yourself going into a depression because you don't know how to do anything but mom. That is so important, Don. We actually have some feedback from someone on Instagram. So I just want to shout out Bianca Monifa, girl. So Bianca said, therapy helped a lot. Also slowly getting back to doing the things I used to do before becoming a mom by reminding myself that I'm more than just a mom. I'm still me and a woman. Basically what what you just, right? I'm like, yes, y'all on point. So amen to that. Yes. So then that takes us to... Right in line with tip number three, determine who you want to be moving forward, right? So, okay, even though I know I just said you want to have a life and an identity outside of being a mom, maybe that's not for you, right? Maybe you know that you will be able to put everything else on pause put a hundred percent of yourself and everything into motherhood and know that when your kids are grown, that you will be able to pick up and adjust and then carve out a new identity for yourself. Lady, if that's you, I support it. But what I also have seen from experience is that not many people can actually do that. And so I highly encourage and recommend Determine how you want to integrate and incorporate all the pieces of you in this point in your journey. Amen. Dom, you're so on point because literally I have been doing this, lady, like as of late, as I've gotten situated in my new place and all that good stuff. And so for me, Dom, there are a couple of questions I ask myself when I think about determining who I want to be moving forward. And the first one is, what do I value in this season? Because I've learned that 
in order for me to do things well, I can't optimize for everything in the season. So I have like about four priorities that I'm really like focusing on and valuing in this season of my life. And I'll revisit them in the next season. So that's one question. I've I've also been thinking about what kind of wife and mother do I want to be? Because like, why not map that out so I can actually achieve that goal of what that will look like, you know, and understand what does that look like in action? And then what kind of relationship do I want to have with myself? Like I have before, you know, when I was a single woman in adulthood, I valued me time. I valued solitude. And you don't get a lot of that when you're a mom and you're married. And so I still carve out time to have that because that is important to me. But I want to be intentional about my relationship with myself because although there are some women that being a mother is like they feel is their destiny and everyone's entitled to their own feeling and what their destiny is and how they define their purpose. But for me, being an individual and having that fairy time, I guess you could call it, that is important to me. And then last for me is where does my career fit into the picture? And so those yeah. are just some of the questions I think about as I determine who I want to be moving forward. And that takes us on to number four, which is prioritize your relationship with you. Yes. That's super important, right? We just talked about that. And so for me, I think about, you know, what do I want and need for myself? Yeah. I don't think we ask ourselves that question oftentimes, right? When do I have time to be with me and what do I do during that time? So I know for me, we finally in pretty much of a schedule now. And so for me, around 6.30 and 7.30 a.m., that is dedicated time when I know the baby's going to be asleep and I get up to do the things I want to do. So whether it's like floss, brush my teeth, wash my face, just do my thing, do my breakfast, listen to a podcast or music or whatever, do my workout, whatever it might be, so that when she gets up, now I can fully focus on her and I'm not trying to scramble around and do my thing and do her thing. Even though some days it, it ends up like that because, you know, the schedule isn't always perfect, yeah. but that is, I, do, I have a plan at least in place. And lady, as you're listening, if you are a mom, I know you resonate with that. And, but if you are not a mom and you are friends with family, you have family that are moms, I would say, I would encourage you to support that for the moms in your life, right? support them prioritizing time for themselves. So if that looks like, hey girl, I'm going to come over and I know that like right now you just need a moment to take a bath. Listen, have it set up, have everything set up, have dinner set up. I will come and make sure the kid dinner's prepared. Auntie Don might not be the one doing the cooking. You might not want that. (laughs) But if dinner is already prepared, I can come in and watch the kids so you can go and take a bath, right? Or if you and hubby want a date night, then I can come, I'll come and babysit so that y'all can get a date night, right? And so it's about supporting the, the moms in your life. And if you are a mom, Asking for that support so that you can have some of that time to yourself. And no, you're not going to be able to. It might be rare that you get a whole day, just you by yourself, away from everybody. But think about what you need for you. Because sometimes it literally is. Somebody take these children for five minutes. (laughs) So that I can go to the bathroom in peace without worrying about them banging on the door or picking the lock to barge in. Mm -hmm. Somebody give me those five minutes. And if I just have those five minutes, I'm good to go for the next week. So figure out what it is that you need to prioritize your relationship with you and ask for support. Close mouths don't get fed. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Boom. I think that takes so us right then, into number five. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right, Finding new ways to connect with your people, right? So like the, in the example that I get, just gave, 
What it might look like is your homegirl who doesn't have kids, but is okay with being around kids because that's something you want to check in with. Not everybody likes the babies. So checking in and maybe it's Baby Z yes. going to join us for brunch, exactly. right? Exactly. I was just going to say yes. Can't partake in the mimosas just yet. We got yeah. we got about another 20 years for that. Exactly. But, yeah. but she's going to join us for brunch and we're going to still have our time. Yeah. And what that looks like is Auntie Dom is going to share some of the food on her plate and oh, we're going right. to read some, we're going to read some books. <laughs> And we're going to do the thing. We're going to do it so that Dom and T get their time together. And Terry doesn't feel pressured to have to figure out, okay, well, what am I going to do with the baby? And how do I entertain, keep her entertained while Mm -hmm. I'm trying to have a conversation? Auntie Dom is going to join in and help support that. Yes. And that also might look like finding parent parent groups or other mom friends. Yes. And Dom is speaking from a real life example because the sitter canceled, the daycare was closed. And so baby Z joined us for brunch. And I think I, I think you made a really good point too, Dom. You want to make sure that people are kid friendly. Like if you're going to be hanging out with a friend and you have to, like, if you weren't kid friendly, I probably would have been like, oh girl, let's reschedule another time. You know what I mean? Because that could mess up the energy too. Like if you're feeling like someone's giving your child a certain type of vibe, but you were so kind and obviously you love the kids, but you were so kind and accommodating and the baby was definitely trying to pick Dom's food off her plate. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) But it worked out. We had a really good time. So fun. The pictures are so freaking cute too, Dom. Oh my goodness. She looks so excited and happy. I wonder if she remembers you from when, you know, all that time ago when we were at your house. Who knows? But yeah, even like being creative, like I have FaceTime dates with my mother-in-law. We'll just, it'll just be her and I, my husband's away, you know, in the living room somewhere, the baby's sleep and it's just her and I catching up, right? Or some of my girlfriends will be on FaceTime. Like even FaceTime dates, that works too if you have to get creative, but connecting with your people your village, your community is just so important. So that takes us to number six, which is get help. Now I want to emphasize this one because yes, we know that it takes a community. It takes a village, right? We know the community is important when raising children, but for us, we're living in a space where we're not very close to family. And so one of the things we did early on was we used this website. I'm going to call them out, lady, just so you can look at them too. They're not a sponsor, but I just want to, I'm going to give you a resource yeah. that I've actually used, Urban Sitter. And so not vouching for all the sitters on there, but I know I've had a good experience. And so basically we found two college students who we vetted and shadowed and, you know, watched on the camera and all that good stuff. And I think one of them might be listening. So, hey girl, she listened to the podcast, but we found them and they've been watching the baby since I think she was around three months or so. And so now, like as of late, now that we're in our new space, we've called them over to watch the baby and we've gone for date night and just having someone here that you trust and you know is going to keep, you know, just take care of your child has been so helpful, especially not being close to, you know, grandparents and aunties and family. So figure out who your support system is and keep them close because <laughs> it comes in handy. Like I said earlier, closed mouths don't get fed. So yeah. People, your support system won't know how to help if you don't say what you need, right? And so, and with getting help, I also think about help in other ways. So getting help with daycare, getting help going to therapy, right? Talking to a financial advisor because having kids changes your financial plans. So thinking about, going to the doctor, finding a good pediatrician. So connecting with other moms or other parents to find out what are the good resources out there, right? Who is the good pediatrician? Who who does have the good daycare? What is the good website to find a good sitter? Those are other ways in which you're asking for help that we don't often think about as maybe asking for help. And then that takes us to number seven, which I think 
is probably the top, right? Take care of you. You know what they say. Put your oxygen mask on first before you help anybody else. So, and you cannot pour from an empty cup. So figure out again, what do you need to do to fill up your cup? What does taking care of you look like? What does that self-care look like? Maybe that looks like the, Terry, the example that you gave of having that hour in the first thing in the morning before the baby gets up so that you can do the things that pour into you, right? That might look like going to therapy. That might look like regularly scheduled doctor's appointments, whatever the specialist might be that you need to make sure that your health is at its optimal performance, right? That might look like having your sitter on regular rotation so that you can go and get that mani-pedi, right? So identifying the things that need to happen for you to take care of you. We know that sleep is not always a good thing, but eating right or hell eating at all. Let me just be clear. Cause I think about, I think about all my new moms out there eating period is important. Making sure that you are putting food in your body so that you have fuel to be able to show up for, for the babies. I love it. I do want to just add a couple of things that I'm doing right now, lady. I want to add some free and some paid options. So Dom, I finally, we didn't get a chance to catch up and talk about this, but I finally got a trainer because I've been struggling, girl. And I've not been consistent with all any of the workouts, none of that. So now I have a trainer and I had to drop, I, I chose to drop a little bag for this because I'm like, I need to make sure my ass shows up. So nutrition coach and a trainer. And lady, in this season of my life, although I love to cook and I'm a good cook, I am just, it's, it's, it's a lot to cook right now in life, you know? And I think about the cleanup and all that. So I now I'm using a meal prep service that I, that I like. Finally found one that has like good quality food that I like. So I'm doing that. But then also those are some paid options. But today I tested out walking to go pick the baby up from daycare. And so it took me about 30 minutes to get there, 30 minutes to come back. So an hour walk, because my trainer was like, you need to be trying to get 10,000 steps a day. I'm like, God damn. So I'm at 9,792. Okay. 9,792. Okay. Today. So that walk was amazing. It made like I, my body felt so good. So I was like, I may try to implement this often. Cause that way I'm listening to like my parenting podcast, walking to go with the baby coming back. And now I've gotten, you know, some exercise for the day. So it may look creative when you think about what your self care and taking care of you looks like. But I just wanted to share a couple of them because, you know, you don't have to commit to it for a lifetime. Even if it's for a season, like that's okay. And so I think that's the most important thing to remember. And then we have a couple episodes that we believe that you will enjoy. But first, I think we should do a recap of the tips. Yes. So number one, honoring who you were before and what you accomplished. Number two, make time for things you enjoy when and if you can and enjoy them solo. Number three, determine who you want to be moving forward. Number four, prioritize your relationship with you. Number five, find new ways to connect with your people. Number six, get help. And number seven, take care of you. All right, lady. And the episodes that we believe will complement this particular episode, the first is season 10, episode eight, New Mom, Who This? Three tips for navigating the change in friendships for new moms. We have season 12, episode 10, postpartum depression and feeling unprepared for motherhood with April Hernandez Castillo. We have episode, we have season 12, episode seven, and that's supporting parents who breastfeed with Courtney Stallworth. So be sure to check those out, lady. And also leave us some reviews on iTunes, lady. Our iTunes has been super dry as of late. So please leave us some reviews if you enjoyed this episode and follow us on Instagram so you can stay connected and see some of our content there. It's at Herspace Podcast and we appreciate you for listening. We're going to go record the after show. So hopefully we see you on Patreon so you can catch the after show. Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Herspace Podcast. Are you currently a resident of the state of California? 
and contemplating starting your therapy journey? Well, if so, please reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com. That's D-R-D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com to schedule a free 15-minute consultation. I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website at cultivatingherspace.com. And be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses, and our weekly after show. And before we meet again, repeat after me. Just because I can do it all doesn't mean I have to do it all.